welcome to One Size Does Not Fit All with Well Life Tribe. We're sponsored by Renourish. Renourish are delicious grab-and-go fresh soups in a pioneering, heatable, fully recyclable bottle. Renourish soups are plant-based, gluten-free, dairy-free and packed with vitamins. Find them in all Waitrose stores. And welcome to the Well Life Tribe podcast. One size does not fit all. It's me, Liberty, joined again this week by Kat. Hi, Kat. Hi, Liberty. How are you? I'm all right. How are you? Um, okay. <laughs> it's a Yay! funny week, isn't it? Funny, not funny. <laughs> yeah, I've had a couple of um, social distance social distance if you can play dates um with people after school and everybody's really grumpy <laughs> did you take the kids or did you just go on the play date <laughs> well i just went you know that field run <laughs> it's hard isn't it a socially distanced play date i mean uh kids kids find it really hard i mean it's it's great it, it lifts their spirits but i mean we had our cousins for a socially distanced play date in the garden and um they're just like magnets to each other, aren't they? Mm. Yeah, I know. It's, too, it's very difficult with kids. It's an all or nothing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. We've had a... a our hamster died this week. I'm sorry, so, uh, I saw that. Oh, little Roxy, the rescue hamster. But that was an interesting lesson, actually, in life, really. Um, it was an interesting lesson <laughs> in the circle of life, in that the kids finally understand that you never rarely do your your pets outlive you unless you're probably extremely old um so yeah that's what happened here this week um but yeah it is definitely your house (laughs) (laughs) it was really awful actually i was really i i really cried and i was like blimey um i didn't expect that to be that upset but she was such a sweet hamster and um, I was holding her when she died, and it was, oh, it was horrible. But obviously, Maggie wants to replace her immediately, so... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> easy come, easy go. <laughs> um, but yeah, so there's been that too. But I must say, after the playdates, um, well, seeing her cousin, she has just been elated. It was, it, they're really missing their friends and, and family, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, you're not, you don't have any back to school, do you, at the moment? No, I don't. I'm year, uh, same as Marnie, year, what are they, year four, and Wolf is year seven, yeah, so. But with Max going back to school, he definitely is enjoying having that regular social interaction, even if they are on a single desk and they're doing it that way. It's just being with people, chatting to their friends, um, and, you know, I feel blessed that he has gone back because he definitely needed it. He's been banned from the Xbox. Never to play again. I hate that thing. <laughs> ah, Will's been banned from the uh, PS4. So um, he could have a chat with, uh, they could maybe do a podcast about computer games and being aggressive. <laughs> it's really funny because he had some homework today. Is it PHSE? Is that what it's called? Mm. Right. Yes, PSCHU. Oh, that's the one, yeah. Whatever that is. Um, <laughs> and the sheet is... <laughs> Listen to this recording of this woman, Brenda, talking. And then Brenda gets on and she goes, yeah, I hate, I hate gaming. My son's on it. It makes him weird. Makes him... I just couldn't believe this was... 
happening, right? It was like an audio. And he's looking at me going, is this a joke? And I was like, no, I don't know anything about this. And it's women going on. And then they've got a whole load of questions saying, rate what you think Brenda was talking about. Rate your thoughts on it. So I don't know if they're trying to do a bit of research into it. And it clearly is happening in every household, you know, turning mm -hmm. children into zombies and making them extremely rude and not come to dinner on time. <laughs> and worse. Yes. Oh, yeah. And worse for you. Um, I, I don't know if that's encouraging to think that we're not the only ones or if it's absolutely terrifying that it's almost like um, subliminally that they can be sort of coerced into this army of complete nutters because Wilf was just out of control while he was playing it. And I actually banned it. And within a couple of weeks, he said to me, Thank you. And I was like, what? And he said, oh, mommy, since I've stopped playing Fortnite, I feel so much less stressed. And he was having trouble getting to sleep. And I was like, God, I actually really did him a disservice by, by letting him play. Oh, that's how I feel. And I said that to Max as well. I did say, it's my fault because A, I didn't check the game out properly. Right. I gave into a bit of peer pressure because all the boys were on it you know lockdown and people saying oh but that's there any social interaction they're not even interacting properly let's do ourselves yeah. a favor here and yeah. you know so the whole thing and then when it came into a head and his behavior was insane mm -hmm. i did lock the door and made him stand outside for a couple of hours to think about his actions because <laughs> i'd had enough i'd had enough he taunted me <laughs> poking me and i was just like we need a break and you need to leave. I was like, you need to leave my house. <laughs> He's like, not just your house. I was like, it is now. And then I just step outside and then I locked the door and I went, I went running around and locked all the doors. <laughs> I'm coming back in here. I just couldn't cope with it actually. And then I, I needed to calm down. He needed to calm down. We came back in, we had a talk. But it is like weaning him off because every day is like, am I allowed it back? Am I allowed it back? And I'm just like, actually, don't ask because at the moment, no, never is, is on the table. That's all you've got. Yeah, that's the same here. Same here. I have no plans. Though when I look at the benefits of him not playing, there's no, there's, there's no reason why he should play ever again. There was nothing in it. There was nothing in it that was positive. Now I see. Because I did fall for the whole, Wolf has a friend who left his school and went and lived abroad. And I know he was hooking up with them on there and they were making little teams. And, and at first I thought, oh, this is quite sweet. You know, he's in lockdown. And like you say, he's got this contact and he's actually talking to Max in Germany. And, but actually it wasn't worth it because of the change in his behavior, his, his, his personality and, you know, not sleeping and all that kind of stuff. How can anything be worth it? That it's was the not. other thing. Um, he was in our house. He was kind of beginning to lie as well, you know, like, and one of the other things of crescendo, he was, he, my neighbor came on the Saturday morning and she was like, um, she caught her son playing it at night. And I was like, oh God, that's terrible. She went, with your son. And <laughs> 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 imagine smoke out of my ears. I lost the plot. And I was walking, walking and she was going, oh, so what were you doing at 11.30 last night? Like, okay. I don't know what you're talking about. Do you not know what I'm talking about? Richard was like, oh, God. Oh, my so God. We, so many bad things came with it. And also, he just looked completely wired. He'd always wouldn't come out until he'd finished the game. And I'd be screaming because I just want everybody yeah. to the table. So I have to take the responsibility for letting him go on there, not checking out the game, doing all that stuff. So, you know, I suspect there's a lot of other mums and dads in the same boat. But, you know... Is it really a social tool? No, not really. 
Is it making you a bit bonkers? Yes. Is mm-hmm. it addictive? Yes. Oh God, yeah. Mm. So you know. Ah, oh, but that's my moan over for the week. Uh, <laughs> I'm reading at the Miracle Morning now. Uh, I love that book. It's I'm it. reading it too. So um, good. So that was our recommendation from um, Lindsay Edwards from uh, Reimagize. So she inspired me so much, a former podcast guest. And the book is amazing. Amazing. Uh, yeah, his story is so amazing though as well, isn't it? Yeah. It's quite yeah, unbelievable. Actually. <laughs> unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've been following it in the morning, but you know, I love to get up early anyway, but I was just like, uh, yeah, you, and then mm-hmm. I've kind of done that. You know, the other thing I was going to quickly say is actually, I've been having weird dreams again, recurring dreams. Yeah. I'm going to talk about it with our guest, but I'm having re- recurring dreams again that Rich keeps leaving me. And then an ex-boyfriend comes into the dream. I had the same dream four times. And I wake up no. and I look at Rich and I want to punch him. It's just like, oh, you left me again <laughs> last night. <laughs> it's that weird, isn't it? So weird. Is it like identical, the dream? Yeah. And I think what it is, is that this ex-boyfriend from way back, way back, way back, way back, started following me on Instagram about three weeks ago. And I think he must have just something for psyche or something. And I was like, oh, that's weird. Oh my God. And then I keep having this. And then in the first dream, Richard was like, I met somebody else. And I woke up absolutely devastated. <laughs> totally it's devastated. Too, too real. And then the it's second real. dream was of similar ilk. And then the dream last night, the dream last night woke up and um, it's the ex-boyfriend was coming in. Yeah, he's seeing someone in the office. And we were all suddenly working in the same office. It was really weird. I was just like, oh, oh. what is going on, Rich? This is the fourth dream in a row. What, what are you doing? And he's like, I'm doing nothing but sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. It's weird. My mind's playing funny tricks on me. Well, there's someone we can ask about that. We've got a wonderful guest with us today who we just freaking adore. Oh, um, yeah, love her. Saviour. So we are really doing you a favour this week when you listen to this and you look her up. The guest we have today is Courtney Baxter. Welcome, Courtney. Hi, Liberty. Hi, Kat. How are you? Very well, and you. Thank you for the generous introduction. I love it. Oh, but oh, we love Courtney. you. Yeah, we freaking love you. You <laughs> are a QEC practitioner and a TRE provider. And um, we will find out about those things and your story. But can I just say, first of all, and I know Kat's heard this so many times, but the first time I ever met you, you came in and you sat down with us and we were talking about the Wellife tribe and all that kind of stuff. And um, you just had this, you were radiating from like inside out. And we were all looking at you, and I, I remember being a bit of a bit of a knob, really. And I was like, Can I, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> but, so, but you were talking about TRE, and none of us had um, tried it before or knew anything about it, but, but you were talking. And I thought, after you left, I thought, I wonder how many people have something they do for work where they feel that kind of passion. I bet that, and they care that much about it. And something in you just, you're, you're so, you're magnetic and you care so much about what you do. And 
I don't know, you, you just drew us in immediately. And since then, our relationship with you has just grown and grown and grown. You're just so amazing. And I think because it comes from such a place of you believe in this and it works for you and it certainly works for all of us too. And I remember you saying, I just want to scream all that I know from the rooftops. And I was just like, oh my God, I do too. I love Courtney Baxter. I think I came home and I was like, we met the coolest woman today. And James was like, oh my God, chill out. I was like, Courtney Baxter, Courtney Baxter, Courtney Baxter, yeah, Courtney Baxter. And um, <laughs> so tell us a bit about yourself. <laughs> Oh, Liberty, I think you've done it all. Thank you. Wow, that was amazing. I remember that first meeting. It was amazing meeting you all. Um, yeah. I felt like I'd reconnected with my tribe. It was lovely meeting you all. And now I wanted to keep you. I wanted to sit you at the office. In fact, yes. I think I did invite to keep I invited you to come in. Could you just come and stay and work with us? Oh. Yeah, absolutely. Just before COVID, we were chatting about it. And yeah, yeah. it was going to come and sit with us. Your energy is just, oh. Yeah, amazing. Tell us about what you do. So I'm a TRE provider. Um, it's trauma and tension releasing exercises, which is all about releasing built up stress and tension from the body through the autonomic nervous system. But it's about just letting the body, which is this innate, beautiful mechanism, heal on its own. And we never give ourselves time for that. We're so busy in this world of ours, surrounded by electronic devices and deadlines, um, overstimulated in so many ways. And with food as well, we overstimulate ourselves with food just to keep up with the demands. And we actually don't even read the signals that the body is sending us. So TRE is a good way to get the mind-body connection back in, in tune um, and just to feed off what the body is actually telling you. And it's so amazing. For me, TRE, when I first found it, I was like, oh my gosh, I love this. I'm usually in control of everything I do with my life. Every step I take, every exercise I do, my, I am in control. Mm -hmm. And when I lay down for the first time and had this weird shaking sensation going on, almost like you've got a shiver or a cold, you know, when you're freezing cold and you've got a shiver or you've got a temperature and you also your body starts shaking, it's exactly the same mechanism. And I was like, this is amazing. It was so liberating and yet so calming, but yet not foreign. It wasn't foreign for me. It was, and it's not foreign for any of us. It's a mechanism that's just been lying dormant and we just need to tap into it to reawaken it. Mm, I think um, the thing what, with it was that hearing you describe it, everybody was like, okay, I don't quite get it in, in <laughs> <laughs> what she's talking about. I love her, but what is, what is it? So I, I remember immediately saying, like we were immediately like, we've got to try it. We've got to try it because it, it's something that you've got to do to fully understand. Right. So um, I remember you saying it was like, if you have a dog and a dog gets into a situation where it's fronting up with another dog, maybe it's about to have a fight, whatever, something uncomfortable. And then that your dog will step away and do one of those great big shakes where it just like whole body shake, shake it off and walk away and be back to fine again. So it's a very primal thing. It's a way of shaking out the old feeling and, and, and stepping away, feeling lighter. So that's exactly what we ended up doing. And um, we all tried TRE and, just incredible so the results were so different for each and every person doing the class it was mad it was just so funny the way everybody reacted I mean we ended up doing a few sessions but 
everybody was yeah I remember the funniest was um Dina Dina just liked to just chat all the way through you were like just shut up for a minute would you um <laughs> I was yeah. teamed up with her for god's sake <laughs> Jason wore jeans yeah it was so funny it was so it was so interesting so so um basically you took us through a series of exercises and then at the end like you say you um go into certain positions and then allow the body to do its natural thing it's so hard to um explain but go ahead sorry no not at all you're so right it's completely primal and it's linked directly with the brainstem which is our body's instinctive intuitive way to release any stress or tension when you're in that fight or flight mode so when any trauma or hectic situation happens the body naturally starts sending danger signals to the right. brain. The brain then floods the system with adrenaline and cortisol and prepares it to get out of the way. And in our old caveman um, that we would have been once upon a time, we would have actually released that fight or flight mechanism by running away or actually fighting. But in modern day society, we can't do any of those things. We are caught between holding our tongue, you know, following society and you know, certain behavior that we've got to adhere to and you can't be seen to be having a tantrum or losing a rag or fighting somebody and you just can't run away. If you run away from your boss, well, he'll show you the door as well. So <laughs> we just suppress it and we hold it together. And every time we suppress it, what happens is we are keeping that entire contractedness within the body. So all the muscles that were contracting to get us out of the way of danger, will stay contracted and the longer they stay contracted the more aches and pains and everything else we develop over time i think so, it's really interesting actually though because we are taught to hold it in aren't we we're we're not 100%. meant to we're meant to like especially as adults we're meant to go it's okay don't worry we're actually we're pooping ourselves in those situations and you know like even when you you said something about when a child shakes and, you know, as an adult, you're like, no, don't stop shaking, stop shaking. You know, like, that's what we're taught and we keep teaching that, but it's not the right way to be, is it? No. Naturally, we all, as soon as someone's had a big fright, we'll go, oh, quickly, quickly, have a brandy, have a sugar water, have a rescue remedy. Just calm down, calm down. Meantime, I think we're scared of what a shake looks like. We think of Alzheimer's and um, out of control sort of neuro problems where actually it's the body's natural mechanism just to release that energy. So somebody tapping their leg under the, the dinner table, I'm sure you've been to restaurants and you've seen, and you go, oh my God, listen, look at that person tapping their leg. My mom used <gasps> to do it. I used to do it for a long time. My mom was like, would you stop doing that? Stop doing that. Yeah, my, my daughter does that. And you I do that. It's a buildup of charge in the system that it needs to release. Oh my God, I and do so that. Jason hits my leg all the time at work. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. you need to travel. And, and you know how to do it, Davatisa and I, all you need to do is lie down and do it. You can do it in bed even. It's amazing. <laughs> oh. um, cat. Um, <laughs> I am... Um... Not like that. <laughs> cat, she's disgusting. <laughs> I've been working with you too long. <laughs> I, um... Yeah, what Cat said, was that not how the founder of TRE was... Um, he found yeah. that it was a situation where children were reacting to a, uh, a war zone? Yeah, so David Baselli, um, who is the founder of TRE, he was working in war-torn countries. 
in Africa and the Middle East. And when they were in the, the trenches, he realized that the kids were, well, he had two kids sitting on his lap at the time, but everybody was hunched over. And we generally use that psoas muscle, which is in the stomach area there. And we all go into that brace position. And that is your natural animal instinct to brace yourself, to protect the internal organs, just to protect yourself. But what we're doing is we're contracting that muscle. That muscle contracts and pulls us forward. And what we do is we just hold it together. We probably clench our drawers, tighten our shoulders, and just yep. hold that all together. And in that situation, when all those bombs were going off, he actually had a look around, and all the adults were tensed over and hunched over. And he had two children on his lap at the time, and they were all both shaking, just trembling like a leaf. And he was like, wow, what is this going on? Both of them are trembling. And then in the afternoon, when the bombs and that have subsided, the adults were the ones that were either walking around like zombies, completely dissociated, almost in that shock state. And then you get others that were a bit more irritated and angry. And then you get the others that are anxious and worried, because that's how our arousal curve works. We go up into those sort of fight, flight, or freeze modes. But the children, they were laughing and carrying on and playing football as if nothing had happened, because they'd already discharged that energy. And the body was feeling safe again because it released all that stress hormones and then they could carry on. The same as a zebra that's been chased by a lion. The rest of the herd, if the lion catches the one zebra, unfortunately, the rest of the herd literally run 50 to 100 meters away. And you'll see that shiver and ripple effect running all the way down from their mane, all the way to the tail and their hooves. And then they'll carry on grazing. And you'll think, oh my goodness, why would they do that? If that was us, if that was a... A group of us humans, we'd look at that and say, oh, quickly, no, let's keep running, keep running, let's go further, let's do this. Our cognitive brain gets in the way. We start overthinking, overanalyzing. The next day, we definitely wouldn't go back to that same area in the park. We would make sure we divert and go a different route. We wouldn't be wearing the same outfit, all those things. But if we'd actually tapped into this most innate mechanism that's in our system, if we just tremble and get it all out, You'd find, okay, okay, I can breathe now. The whole system, the autonomic nervous system, the sympathetic and the parasympathetic would be completely balanced and you can carry on your day as normal. And you feel lighter and brighter for it. So we can learn a lot from animals and children. We, we learn so much from, from our sessions, actually. Mm-hmm. And what always interests me about our, the sessions that we did with you, because um, I was a bit skeptical to start with, I was a bit like, what? what is this? You know, I've never heard of it. You know, anytime I've never heard of something, I'm like, what is that? You know, <laughs> but um, when we did it, it's just all of our reactions. I mean, I think week one, it was you, Liberty, wasn't it? Yeah, I, I was, um, yeah, you were a bit I remember, the, yeah, and I, I remember doing, um, I decided from week one onwards that I would do it more with my eyes open because when I closed my eyes, when I started to tremble, I felt, <laughs> I felt like I was on a ride, like a fairground ride, and it was like lifting me up off the ground. And then I was like free spinning. And I remember you coming to me as you come around to chat to say, how are you feeling and checking in with us? And you said, you know, you look, my face was a certain way. And I opened my, and I was like, I feel like I'm spinning out of control. Now I kind of liked it, but it was scary at the same time. But then actually when I opened my eyes, I felt much more grounded and connected so I that's how I how I learned about that but the one thing that really um had an impact I mean I was I felt really emotional very emotional but then that night when I went home the sleep oh my god was just bliss 
and the following few days, I was just like, I was nice, which people around here aren't used to. So that was a bonus. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly it. I mean, when I went the, my first two times, I was like, wow. I laughed my whole way through the first two sessions because I was like, this is wild. I, I'm in control of everything. It was also after my second session where my foot that I'd broken two years before that was always a little bit achy and stiff in the morning. It was always a constant. It was always, I was aware of it all the time. After that second session, I jumped out of bed and I was like, oh my gosh, I can't feel my foot. What is, this is a weird feeling. It had just healed completely. And also the neuro pathways that are formed when you have a trauma in the brain, those neuro pathways sort of become hardwired. They obviously have changed the fascia that works with the tremor. So throughout the muscles and everything in the ankles, everything had healed completely. I was, it was amazing. Every That's run, amazing, every walk, it? yeah, it was amazing. That's so interesting that, I mean, that was after two sessions and the fact that it can work on, when you say trauma or tension, it can be physical trauma. So like an injury, I think that's something that people um, could overlook, you know, thinking, oh, it's just for people who think this, you know, something bad has happened to them. But actually on a completely physical level, you can treat an old injury or, or, or something that, an ache or pain or, that's old. amazing old injuries, aches or pains, difficulty sleeping, all of those, sort of everything, There's, the list is endless. Any ailment that you have in the body is generally either comes from a stress or tension that you are suppressing. And people say to me, oh my gosh, well, I don't need it because I've never had a trauma. So people always say, oh, it's obviously only if you have a big trauma. No, not at all. Don't be fooled because stress on a daily basis at the level that most of us operate on all the time we do not bring ourselves down ever. We just keep going and we on that hamster wheel and we just keep going. And most of us will reach burnout because that's how it'll end. So we wanted to ask you about how you came to TRE, how you found it. And we understand there's a story behind that. If you'd be willing to talk to us about that, would you mind sharing? No, not at all. So my daughters and I were involved in a quite a harrowing hijacking. Um, we were in Johannesburg in South Africa and we were driving home from a Pilates lesson um, and the kids were on holiday so they were with me and I remember driving into the driveway and thinking oh my goodness we've got to get the dogs to the vet so I started giving them orders and I was like okay when we get in this is what you need to do and I was so oblivious to what was going on around me and as I got we lived in a complex um, so there were six houses inside the inside the estate as we got to the main gate, I opened the main gate and then there was someone hooting behind me. And my natural instinct was rude. That's what I was thinking. And I looked in the rear view mirror and I saw this car behind me, but it was quite a friendly car because it had baby visors on the back windows. It was weird. Huh. But the next thing, the kids are screaming. And I'm like, what? And I looked to the right and out the corner of my eye, I could see there was guys on either side of the kids' windows with guns and masks and they were hammering on the windows. It was one of those moments where you're like, what, like what, where do I, you don't even realize what you're going to do in one of those situations. But I think because I was with my kids, that mama bear came out and I just, I just did what I suppose anyone would do in that situation. I just drove nice and slowly forward, thinking that the gates would close behind me, which they did. But I didn't realize the two guys would be on foot with me. And also the car behind me came through with me and he actually got pinned. Luckily we had old gates and the car actually pinned them in. 
And then I realized when I was in the complex, I was like, I can't go to my house because if I go into my house, then it's over. That For me, that was like the end point. So I drove up to the neighbor and did a U-turn and waited there. And then they stood there and they're pointing their guns at us. And then they started running towards us. And it felt like a movie. When I repeated, it, it's like, oh, wow. Mm. And I just said to the kids, I was like, I'm not going to sit here like a sitting duck. That's not, that's not my nature. So I was like, get down. And I got down and I just pointed my car towards them. And I just drove and I thought if I hit the wall or whatever I hit it's fine but I just drove and they jumped out the way and then I managed to maneuver and did a u-turn and then they were hammering on the windows while I was doing a u-turn and I drove back up again and I did the same and I just mm. kept repeating the same thing and then I was like I can do this I can just keep doing this this is I'm surviving right but in that whole experience I remember thinking why am I bleeding why is where's that why is that liquid my bladder had just I just urinated everywhere because apparently that's the prepare for death sort of scenario and that's the last thing to go but I was just kept going and then I realized we're not making a noise My, the three of us were screaming inside there and it felt like must have felt like an hour but it was probably only about five minutes and then I threw my phone to my, my daughter and I said phone someone and I started hooting so I started hooting and then the next thing they started running off back down towards the car that was pinned in the gate. They both tried to pull the gate open and I was like, oh my gosh, they can't come in. So I drove down like a mad woman, crazy mad woman and drove bonnet to bonnet with them, gave them the bird sign and it's like, <laughs> like oh you know, I went ballistic. And then they jumped into the car and they drove away. And I, was, I got out the car and I remember my whole body was shaking. I was like, oh, what has just happened? Like, I cannot believe what happened. No one heard us. No one was aware. It was my kids and I. And then I was like, did it happen? Did it not happen? My pants were obviously wet. And then I had um, my staff that were in the house. They were at the gate and they were looking through the gate trying to find out what's going on. And I was like, wow. Meantime, my daughter had phoned my husband and um, he had answered the phone while we were screaming. And he remembers, he just says, what is that noise? He thought we were having him on or you know it's just a weird sound and then I said to him, no they're trying to hijack us come home or I don't know what I said but the next thing my dad arrived while I was still standing there and my dad jumped out the car with a golf clap where are they like this <laughs> I remember I was like dad they're gone it's all gone it's all over and I don't I can't even believe it's happened but it was a huge trauma for all of us um but in South Africa, if you're not hurt and they didn't take your car and there's no bullet wound and there's no, it's almost like, okay, well, you're fine. So you live in that mentality where you kind of also suppress it and you go, well, they didn't get anything. They didn't hurt us. But you don't, you forget that that entire cycle, that entire fight or flight mechanism that was, that was going on in me. Also the freeze mechanism that was going on in my kids because mm. they were helpless. They were completely helpless. They were completely in my hands and they couldn't do anything my eldest god bless her she was actually trying to cover my youngest with my jersey in the back oh of the car to try and protect her like that was her little thing that she could do and my youngest she was yeah just huddled down in the in the footwell of the car just you know trembling away and um, we saw, we did all the normal psychology and trauma counseling and everything you do when you come out of that but nothing was shifting. We did play therapy with the kids. I did everything. But I'm naturally more a holist and um, go prefer the holistic route. 
And um, I remember speaking to a shiatsu masseuse that I knew and I said, can't you just come and work on the kids? I need something gentle, something just to help them release. And she said to me, try the TRE. And I remember, well, I've obviously explained to you my two, my two um, sessions that I had, but the kids, the first session they had, my youngest, she fell asleep for two hours afterwards. And my eldest, she said to me, mom, pass me my maths. I'm going to do my maths now. And I was like, holy <laughs> smoke, what have we got here? This is amazing. <laughs> if she's going to ask for maths after Terry, well, hello, we're going to do this. Um, and um, my youngest specifically was my, was my telltale sign because every time we drive in the car, she would still hunker down in the back of the car and hide. Uh, because anyone who would come to the windows and in South Africa, there's lots of people that sell things along the streets and everything. And they're always at your windows. She would be a mess and everything I tried, nothing worked. But after her TRE session, it took two TRE sessions for her specifically. And then she stopped looking over her shoulder. She got in the car, non-affected. And that's when I knew this is amazing. I'm going to carry on with this and I'm going to teach it. And I don't care if you, you know, just, highly stressed business executive like my husband or if you've just broken your foot like I had done two years before or you've been in a harrowing event like the three of us have been it helps with absolutely everything and I still do it I mean we moved country and everyone keeps saying to us oh my gosh you've just slotted in it's and I said well the only thing I'm doing is the TRE the kids are doing it my husband's doing it and it's the only thing that kind of just keeps your nervous system in balance so we're not heightened and triggered and get overwhelmed. Listen, we're still going to have, it doesn't mean you're going to be in that beautiful, serene, joyful, happy state forever. You're obviously going to have different emotions. It's normal to have anger and any of those irritation, frustration, but you'll bounce back to your baseline just as quickly. It just doesn't mean you, you just don't stay heightened. And it's just an amazing place to be. Liberty, I know you were talking earlier about, you know, being, you know, that five o'clock witch on a broomstick. I know that feeling. I used to be there um, with the kids. You know, you just had enough, you know, your mm -hmm. day is done and you're like, wow. And I'd be like, what's happened? I've just lost the plot. But with the more TRE I did, I realized I can actually I just bring my nervous system down. And it's, it's almost like letting off steam. You let it off properly. It's not like exercise because exercise sometimes can still turn you up you know, wind us up a little bit because the body's yeah. stressed or you're exhausted and you're tired. It does it in a complete different way. It's the body's natural way. So that's why I love it. And that's why I taught it. And I was actually only doing it for my kids and I and the family. And the next thing I was doing friends and the next thing I had a business. So yeah. Welcome to One Size Does Not Fit All with Well Life Tribe. We're sponsored by Renourish. Renourish are delicious grab-and-go fresh soups in a pioneering, heatable, fully recyclable bottle. Renourish soups are plant-based, gluten-free, dairy-free, and packed with vitamins. Find them in all Waitrose stores. Oh my goodness, listening yeah. to that story though. Oh, I mean, I think you're amazing anyway, but... And now I think you're even more amazing. I mean, just I'm envisioning you driving around in circles. I mean, I was so tuned into that whole thing just then. You know, mm. I mean, because people don't, you don't hear about it really in the UK. And it is something like you were saying in South Africa that happens quite a lot, isn't it? Often, often yeah. Um, just, you know, it's just not a common story here. 
no. your way of tackling it. It's just, it's just so in awe of you listening to that, really. I mean, how old were the kids when it happened? So it was 2016. So, um, what do we mean now? Four years ago. Oh, so, Cam yeah, Campbell was five and uh, Maddie was eight, eight and five. Oh my god, no. And when I look at videos, I was looking at videos the other day, they're dinky, dinky, mm. you know. Oh. And yeah, so and before Is that why they, you moved here? No, you know what? Um, so we only moved here in 2018, but we actually, no, I didn't want to run. My, everyone said to me straight after, oh, you're going to move, you're going to move. And I said, no, I said, um, I can't run. And I can't teach my kids that this is when something bad happens, that this is what you're going to do. You're just going to up and leave or just, because then you'll be, you'll be moving for the rest of your life and you'll be running away from things. So we healed and we healed there. But then Howard got a business opportunity to come over here. And where he was, work-wise, he'd kind of reached where he was, he was going to be. And he needed a little bit more to, you know, branch out and stimulate himself so we moved over I'm so glad that he did i know yeah. i know here we are exactly good one howard yeah, <laughs> you know, howard and then we came over here and he's lost his job within a year uh. so thank god we've got tiari because we're also okay <laughs> <laughs> see tiari saving lives in so many different ways <laughs> exactly we can cope <laughs> the other thing with Tiari as well is that when we did the sessions with you, just to go back, is you follow the feeling, don't you, to shake it out. So it's not just like shaking out something of your body. You have to follow the feeling to shake it out, don't you? Well, any sensation, it's, it's actually just to bring your awareness and to bring the mind-body together. Because any sensation that you have in the body, I just bring your awareness to that sensation and I want you to follow it. Because if you're following that sensation in your body, you're generally not going to dissociate and think of your to-do list that you've got to do after and your everything else. So that for me is why we tell you to follow what sensations you are feeling in the body. But the tremor mechanism will literally start in the legs on the first session. And then... It, I really like that feeling as well. No, oh my God, so do I. <laughs> Kat likes it because it reminds her of sexy time. <laughs> This reminds me of that look, funny thing. Well, yeah, but oh. <laughs> I'm never having conversations with her again. <laughs> it, it's true, though. It it's does that funny like, shake in your, you know. It yeah, is it absolutely like everywhere. Like a climactic feeling. It is like that. And also, I remember you saying, Courtney, that you um, had a friend who went to get her legs waxed, and when they said, like, put your heels together, that she started to tremor and like. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, the other talking the about other, me. <laughs> <laughs> it was Kat. Um, a friend of mine, Kat, it's usually Kat. The, the other thing um, that I liked was when you said about bringing yourself down to base level, and you said wh when you go home, your dogs and your kids will climb on you. That they literally feel that feeling that you have. And that's I just so thought that as soon as you used to open the door, Kat. And your dogs used to come in, they would just be like all over us, you know, when yeah. we were like lying with our, oh, and that's the other nice thing. When you do a session with Courtney and at the end she puts the fluffy blankets on you and you have a nice like snooze for 15 minutes. Oh, uh, Tiari, just to say about Tiari, if you're listening and you're thinking of trying it, you basically have nothing to lose. And I promise you, you will love it. The only time I've seen someone not love it 
was in a session I came to with you, Courtney, and, and it's like you say, people don't like that. If you don't like feeling out of control, I think no. she said she felt like she had something wrong with her kind of thing, but um, I was really amazed. And maybe I like being out of control. <laughs> Clearly I do, but yeah, I just, I, I can't imagine anyone coming to you and saying, nah, nah. It's just something that I think everybody should try because there are just so many benefits to it. It's incredible. I always yeah. tell people as well, I always tell clients that um, it does feel weird. And I say the word weird because it is a bit foreign. But when you actually start enjoying it or feel it, you actually realize it is like a shiver. It is mm -hmm. that quiver that you've had, even if you've been at the gym and you've been holding a, a heavy weight or, or holding your yes. pose for so long and your muscles start to contract and you go, oh my gosh, I'm shaking, I'm so weak. It's actually not weakness. It's the muscle is so contracted that it starts vibrating because it's trying to release itself. Going back to what you said, though, Liberty, about people not liking it. I remember when I did my first session and I wasn't as open to it as I was on the second session, clearly by the difference in the sessions. But the first one, I was just a bit like, and I don't think I did let go. And I, and I think that's probably where some people make the mistake. It's just they're trying to hold on. But from experience, let, kind of let go. And I, and I knew in the second time I did it that I completely let go because I couldn't stop crying for the entire session. And I, and I, I don't think I've ever done that. A, I didn't realize I was crying. And then B, you took me outside and nobody else realized I'd been crying. And I no. just stood outside in the garden while Courtney was trying to ground me. And I was just like, I don't know how to stop. Why, you know, and it was, we were trying to get that then out. And then it was that night for me that I slept really, really well and oh. just felt so relieved. Mm. But the first time I didn't let go at all because I was like, yeah, that's all right. That's all right. Ha <laughs> ha. What's everybody else doing? You know, being like a bit of a child at the back of the classroom. And then I, the first, then I saw Liberty crying on the first session and I was like, oh God, I'm not doing this. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm she not doing this. Next she week. cries everything. Yeah. <laughs> She's always crying. Falling <laughs> my eyes out the following week. And I was like, I feel so relieved. The beauty about TRE is you don't need to know what you're releasing. No. Uh, you don't have to talk about it. You don't have to overanalyze it. You don't have to think about it. You just have to let go and just trust the body knows exactly what it needs to do. It's an innate mechanism. It's got its own healing mechanism. If I gave you a piece of apple right now and I said, chew that and swallow, you're not going to follow it and say, oh, quick esophagus, send it down, send it to the stomach, stomach has the acid, kidneys, liver, you know, you, you trust that that apple is going to do what it needs to do. And I just try and tell people in the same situation in TRE, just trust the body. You trust it on all other occasions and even to heal a scab on your, you know, a wound on your skin. You don't overthink it. You don't, you just let just, it, let it heal. Yeah. Just surrender. Surrender. Is, that's the word. The other thing I wanted to ask you about was being a QEC practitioner. Oh, yes. Oh, this now, is my favourite thing in the whole world. <laughs> Kat came back from seeing you secretly, because otherwise I would have come true. <laughs> <laughs> you saw who? Courtney Baxter. I'm assuming it's not the Courtney Baxter. What? I was fuming. Anyway, she said it was the most amazing thing ever. So... Yeah, life-changing for me. What's QEC? I'm complete ignoramus again. So QEC stands for Quantum Energy Coaching, and it was founded by Dr. Melanie Salmon. Um, and it basically accesses the subconscious mind to change self-limiting beliefs that are holding us back from achieving our true potential. So let's say from the beginning when you marinated in the womb, 
you know, growing into this beautiful baby, you literally are marinating. We call it marinating because you're picking up all the belief systems and all the just getting, preparing yourself for life with your mother. So whatever's going on in your mother's world, you're going to actually, just like with my kids in the car with me, they were in the same, in the same space as I was just preparing them for life after that. And during that time between naught and seven, you've got um, all your, the wiring in the brain is all shaping and forming. I didn't know anything about what QEC was. And obviously I talked about it with Courtney and I was talking about my own sort of personal situation. And I think I had some underlying family bits and pieces that I hadn't dealt with. And when I'd learned a bit about QEC with Courtney, I then went along to your house, didn't I, to have a few sessions. Yeah. And it's kind of a bit of a mix with kinesiology, isn't it? Sort of. Yes. Not completely, but sort of. But it's also a bit of meditation. I don't know. I found it is, it's kind of a bit of everything, isn't it? So it's basically, it was developed by Melanie Salmon, Dr. Melanie Salmon, and it's based in the neuroscience. So it's a combination of gestalt coaching. So that we use to sort of uncover what's going on for you right now. It's a bit of that psychotherapy side of things, just to listen and just engage with the client, find out what's, what's going on for them right now. And then we do focused intentions, which is when we look at doing new beliefs. So finding out things that, you know, where you want to be in life, what do you want to achieve, where you want to be. Um, a certain brain gym to develop a deep level of learning. Cardio coherence, which is most important, getting into that heart space, being in that heart so that you can actually feel what it is and where you are at the present moment. And then neuroplasticity and neurogenesis, which is actually rewiring the brain. And I know that sounds complicated and you think, oh my gosh, is that even possible? Mm. But they've, they've done research now. They originally thought that all the hard wiring in the brain was set from in utero up to the age of seven. And that thought that was it. So most people would have, let's say, you get migraines because your mom got migraines and your grand got migraines. And then you just think, oh, well, it's genetic and that's just the way it is. Um, or if it was, you know, a temper tantrum or whatever it is that you've got, the high temper or anger, whatever the issue may be. And what they've realized is that that neuroplasticity and neurogenesis, you can actually change the hardwiring in the brain. Just because we develop that between the age of naught and seven doesn't mean it has to stay like that. And when you do have a horrific trauma that happens any time of your life, so for instance, my hijacking that we were involved in, my kids, their hardwiring changed around that that time because all of a sudden they've got new beliefs about who is dangerous and who is not and who is the protector of the family and who is not and that can shift and change their life going forward you can imagine the path that it then creates for them going forward so the problem is people get stuck and you get into those patterns of behavior or just stuck in the rut and, and you think i'm not good enough i'm not worthy um i'm not loved enough or whatever it is, whatever your self-limiting belief is that's holding you back. It comes from a belief system, either passed down from your parents or something that's happened to you along the way. And with this, I mean, Dr. Melanie Salmon, when you meet her, she's amazing because she actually is South African and she was actually a GP here in the, in the UK for 20 mm. years. And she was tired of actually just writing prescription medication for people. 
and she realized they're not getting better. They were not making it to the next level. And she was like, I can't, I can't carry on with this. My mandate here as a doctor is to help people evolve and to better the human society. And they weren't. So she studied the neuroscience behind it and she developed this amazing technique. And it also has kinesiology testing that we use with it as well. It is amazing. It's mind blowing. It's mind blowing. I recently during COVID actually um, cleared all my past traumas. Things that you would think, why you don't, they're not past traumas. Things that I thought like little operations that I'd had beforehand, um, moving to the UK, which we, even though we did it great and gracefully and everything, it's still a trauma. Picking up and starting again is a huge trauma. So I just cleared all of those and wow, I personally feel like that happy-go-lucky, free-spirited, anything is possible. It's just given me back a renewed sense of strength and yeah, lease on life, which I actually thought I had, but I, it was completely different to where I am now. And the other day I did a somersault with the kids on the trampoline, which I was never going to do. So I was like, <laughs> wow, what is happening here? So, that, was your mind, that was your mind blocking you before that you, I could never do that kind of thing. Absolutely. Because that mother role, I kind of, I think when you have kids, then you start, you get to a stage where you go, oh, this has got to be responsible. Can't do this. Can do that. Whatever the case may be. And jumping on the trampoline and doing a somersault. Really? Right now? No, I'm not going to do that. But all of a sudden I was like, okay, let me give it a try. And I did it. And then I was like, oh my gosh, body was just, yeah, amazing. It was Yeah, amazing. and as a patient or client of yours, I mean... I had what well, I felt like a lot to clear up that I hadn't dealt with. And over each session, we could really see what had worked. And I think the most standout one was the time when um, I was really worried about being a really shouty mum. And I was like, all I do is scream at Max <laughs> constantly because he drives me insane, you know, and, and I want to better that. And we did this session and I went home that weekend and I think I told you about it, Liberty. I went home that weekend and I was just like, he was trying to prod me to get a reaction because that's the way we'd habitually been working together. And he was just like, and doing all these things. And I was like, that's okay. And it, it, like everybody in the house was like, what's wrong with her? <laughs> and um, the, you know, he was trying to prod me for another reaction and shout. And normally I would have just completely shouted, but there was something after that session where it just there was no reaction to me I didn't rise to anything and it, and I remember like thinking what I, I, myself thinking what was going on and the really funny the yin yang of the whole thing was that my, hus my husband was just there going what's wrong with you and I was like I don't know, I don't know. Like, he was like why aren't you shouting I was like I don't know I was like I think we did something about this yesterday in our session and I don't want to shout like this, right? And he was then losing his money. It was like a yin. And then he suddenly was like, why aren't you dealing with this? And I was like, I don't know. I don't want to deal with it. It's all right. <laughs> That's right. And I just remember just getting on with it. And it really didn't affect me. And that was when I knew that this was something quite special because shouting was something, maybe a learned behavior, whatever. And I always wanted to try and manage it better. And just by doing these few sessions with you, that really worked. But I think the also the other thing was that I had I'd lost my mum obviously last year and I had a lot of pent-up resentment and anger going on and I just needed to deal with it because it was not good for my soul you know I felt terrible we went through that as well um, about how I felt about certain people certain situations and when I think when I came out of these sessions and that's what I would say to people 
you've really got to try QEC if you're holding any anger, resentment or anything like that, because I've tried a lot of things. And for me, this was the very first thing that helped me lift it, that helped me see something a different way, that helped me just not keep going around in the same circle of having the same resentment to the same person or whatever, you know. And I, I take my hat off to you. It's the best thing I've ever done for walking away, feeling calm, feeling, you know, I just thought that I, I'm, I'm blown away by it. And actually uh, by everything it's done, I don't know how it happened. <laughs> I don't know. I still don't know how it happened. Obviously the hard wires changed, yeah. but how that changed, I just, it blew me away. And actually every time I, and then I came, like I normally do, I become addicted. And then I'm like, I need to go back. <laughs> I need to go back. <laughs> <laughs> is it happening you know like and all this kind of stuff because actually I realize I ha I'm having to trudge through quite a lot of past things that have happened um and this is definitely one of my tools that I will always always have now always use yeah we like an onion cat and almost when you came to me originally we just dealt with whatever was presenting to you on that day specifically so it was with Max and everything else and we just deal with that and we we, you talk it through, tell me what's upsetting you and how and what how you want to change it. And we literally peel that onion away. We do put a few installments. Um, and for me, the most amazing thing is how quickly the hardwiring does change. Like you say, it was instant. Yes. The next day, you were experiencing the annoyance of my husband. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Damn, do I have to start shouting now? How does it work? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So what does a session look like? Do you, is, it a, is it a talking therapy or how does... So we both, yeah, we, it's a talking therapy. We sit opposite each other and uh, we just chat and you as the client will just chat, tell me what's coming up for you, what's presenting itself. Basically, I just mirror it back, talking you through it, um, finding areas that what's actually happening, really delving a little bit deeper, finding out if there is a negative um, limiting belief around that, or generally there's always something that pinpoints it, it's underlying the entire issue. And especially if you've got sort of patterns that keep reoccurring in your life, you'll see that there's definitely something underlying it all. And then we install it into the subconscious mind. So that's the beauty of our TRE. We get straight into the subconscious mind using a specific body position that we do. The client's completely conscious at the time, fully conscious, and the process is quick, easy, and effortless. It takes an hour and a half to do the whole session. And then once installed, the new beliefs are permanent and the change is profound, as Kat was saying. And you do that thing, don't you, with the, the arm to make sure that has got into the subconscious? Oh, yes, we do the test. Well, yeah, the you test with the, the, test. Oh, the kinesiology test. Yeah. yeah. We test to make sure that the process is complete and then we test each sentence to make sure they've gone in. Um, but the so first thing you do with that test is that you go like, okay, I'm going to find your name is Kat, and you're like, yes, and then you go, okay, so your name is Steve, you know, and then your arm drops because it's not Steve, <laughs> what are you reacting, whatever, and then by putting in, you do the test again after we've said all that, all the bits we needed to say, and then it just your arm again tells you with the energy whether it's gone through or not. Absolutely, and for me, I love this modality because it's I especially use it for people who've got traumas from their childhood that they just can't access or they they just have never dealt with but yet the patterns in their life and the belief system that they carried on with them have just never changed and they just need to change because they're just feeling stuck in life so yeah. it's an amazing i, amazing I honestly 
I mean, and this isn't even because, you know, uh, the other thing about you though, Courtney, you're so nice to work with. You're very easy to talk to, but doing this with you as well. I mean, even as I talk to you now, so many things that I hadn't dealt with over 40 years or whatever years that just came to the surface. I just felt for the first time, I'd, something changed, something absolutely changed in me. Um, and you make you help that this this helped make me a better person. This really worked for me. It really got me through being as sensitive as I was or whatever. But yeah, and even the dealing with the grief from my mum, it was one of the things that really helped me see that in a better way, I think, and not hold resentment that was never going to help me, you know. Mm. I don't know. It's it was. This has been cute. I talk about this all the time because I I can't believe that it did so much for me. I think. Yeah. No. Thank you for the kind words. It's beautiful. It's uh, it's been a pleasure working with you as well, though. I feel the same, and I, I feel that with all my clients, you they they come to you in a sort of a vulnerable position where they open up to you with stories that they probably never tell their best friend sometimes. So it's a safe space that you've, and it's a, it's a beautiful relationship that you build with them. Um, and I've built with you as well. And, um, everything you're holding that space preciously for them, which is so key, but seeing the transformation is the best thing ever. Um, and knowing that it's so quick and painless and yeah, so permanent is, yeah, it's unbelievable. Oh, you guys book me in. <laughs> do we get to come to your house Courtney <laughs> yeah with pleasure I also do it over zoom so it's also good do you really yeah zoom sessions are yeah that's so interesting and yeah. with both of your I know you can do TRE with kids can you do QEC with children um yes I do QEC with my two as well as we speak actually so oh, wow. it's amazing yeah, because so sometimes traumatic births, for instance, they don't even know right. about the traumatic birth, but yet mm -hmm. it's created. So if they've had a traumatic birth and they've come out with their umbilical cord stuck around the neck or they've had a, a long birthing process, they come out in that fight or flight mode. They are in that zone. And sometimes they, they come out with, you know, with your, your level of arousal up at that stage. So you're in that mm -hmm. completely heightened state. Um, and they will stay with that for life. That's their, you know, on your marks, get set, go. Yeah. Um, so if they don't bring that down or if they're not nurtured and in, in a calm environment to, to help them regulate their own nervous system, they kind of stay heightened. So it's important to bring them down. And um, I tried working with my eldest with the birthing process. It's, it's, a, it's like I said, it's an onion. So she wasn't ready to go there. She was like, no, but I don't remember that. That was her words to me. So I said, no, don't worry. It's fine. We'll get there. So we just worked with, there was things annoying her at school. There was subjects, maths. We got back to maths again. And then we just, we did a few uh, sentences around how she would like to see maths and how easy it would be and all of these nice things. And now that seems to be flowing. And my little one is noticing this and she goes, but why is it easy for her now? It, it used to be easy for me. And I said, well, she did do a little bit of QEC. Maybe you want to do that next time. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know what I'm touching on here, but I think, yeah, we'll see how it all pans out for them. But it's great in terms of self-esteem, uh, bullying. Um, all of those sort of things that kids are faced with as well. Yeah. Understanding what's happening in, with them. Yeah. I think it's hard to be a kid these days. So that's, uh, 
That's interesting. Very interesting. Hmm. All you've got That's to do the is other thing, actually, is that um, obviously the whole team liked it so much that Dina is now training to be yeah. a QEC coach. Yes, she is. Dina came to me for a while for, for QEC as well, yeah. And now she's she doing loved it she's, so much. Now yeah. she's wanting to be one. So she's doing it every week on the course. Yeah, absolutely. No, it's 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 amazing. I I I've done with my whole family. Um yeah, I love it. It's amazing. It's it's for me it's amazing. I'm like, it can't be it feels too good to be true. That's how that's how brilliant yeah. it is. Yeah. That's how you feel to us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys, you guys, you're just an amazing I'm so lucky to have found you. I mean I left I left Africa and left my family and my tribe and I've just found you guys. So I'm so excited that um, you're holding me as well, which is amazing. So thank you. Yeah, yeah I think there's, there's been so many um, cool things that have, I mean, you led us to another of our dear friends, Annika <laughs> Tordson. And yes. um, we've just had so many, so many great, we've done some great, a great conference with you. And I think we've met people who, not necessarily to do with the tribe, but people along the way on this journey who do something cool but they don't seem that into it and you think oh I wanted you to bring some you know I wanted to know about this I wanted you to make it exciting and then they're just kind of a bit flat with it you could have been selling us like dog poos that day and I would have like bought 12 <laughs> it was just like it was just like your everything you do and and like Kat says you're so easy to talk to and that's so important I think I find that I've, I've tried to help my kids with, my son really struggled when he was at school, a primary school. He's just gone into the first year of secondary and um, he used to really struggle with his anxiety because he was in a very strict school, but he was a very good boy, he used to be. And he, there were lots of, there were severe punishments for the kids who stepped out of line. But he was so afraid of getting one of those punishments, which he never would have got. He'd never had one in the junior part of the school but the senior got a bit more serious and he ended up getting quite bad anxiety. So he started to see the school counselor. But one of the things that I found so difficult was that at the time I was looking, I didn't know who she was. I didn't know, I didn't really know anything about her, but the school said, you know, this is who we use. So what I'm finding now um, I'm involved with Wellife Tribe and people like you is that there are so many things you can do with children aside from just that kind of, you know, this is our school recommended counselor and it's very linear and you just do, do that thing. Um, it's one thing to choose somebody to care for yourself and you can go somewhere and go, okay, I didn't like that. But to put your children in the care of somebody to take care of their mental health, which I think is so important because, you know, you're responsible for them and, and it's got to become something that you have to be open to. My mom was really good with me. I used to get have separation anxiety when I was younger and I had all kinds of different therapies and I loved, I felt so special. I remember one used to give me like a special squash drink and I was like, hi, what should we talk about this week? And it felt amazing. And now, you know, I can never stop talking. So that's gotta be good. But I now want my kids to keep talking and I want them to feel like if there's a problem, there's somebody I know who I can go to for the help that they need. And knowing people like you is such a gift because I can say, look, I know someone, I know her personally. I know she, you know, if I was to recommend you that you would provide the very, very best care. And by opening up this world of different therapies and treatments that we can um, recommend to each other, you're not just going down a list of therapists and going, oh, I'll ring this one and see what they're like. So the fact that you can Zoom with you and all those kinds of things is just brilliant. I know you're going to be 
in demand. You oh. already are, but <laughs> thank you. You're not going to have enough hours in the day. Oh. You're going to have all of my family. Do you do dogs too? <laughs> <laughs> bring him, bring him. I love dogs. The most giant dogs I've ever seen. <laughs> I've got a beautiful Ridgeback, and he's my therapy dog. He'll sit there and he'll fall asleep by the time the end of the therapy's done. Oh. Yeah, but, but Courtney's seen my son as well. She did TRE with Max. Of course. Um, and again, I think TRE is another good thing if kids aren't big speakers on feelings. Yeah. And I think, and I think TRE is a good place to start in terms of building up trust with that child. So for me, it's a starting point. When the kids then know me and understand me and we tremor or they tremor um, either individually or in groups, there's a trust that's built up over time. And I find for me, also most of my clients, I do the TRE with them first. And when that trust is there, then we move on to the QEC. But I mean, it doesn't stop me from seeing QEC clients straight off the bat. But kids are so impressionable and it's important that you connect with their therapist definitely before you just choose therapists because yeah. uh, they've got to resonate with you. And if they speak your lingo, they'll generally speak your kid's lingo um, if you've got that connection. Yeah. So, so yeah. Um, it's been so nice to talk to you, Courtney, because, um, and I could talk to you all day, but then I like having my private sessions with you. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> I love talking to you guys too. It's been divine. Who do you like talking to better though, Courtney? <laughs> Only joking. <laughs> you guys carry on behind my back. That's fine. <laughs> Oh dear, you're so funny. <laughs> um, no, but it, it is honestly though, if anybody is going through anything, and I think particularly at the moment, it's, you know, lockdown is a very funny time. This is a part of life we've never ever experienced before. Prisoners in our own home, um, being so intense with the relationships really is firing up things for us that we maybe never have dealt with. I would highly recommend QEC most definitely for um, a place to go, a place to deal with things. And I'm speaking from somebody who obviously it's worked for me. And obviously like this podcast says, you know, one size does not fit all, but I would try this because it might fit you. And if it does, it's amazing. And Courtney, where can we find you? Where can somebody, if they're listening now, where can they find you straight away? Uh, you can find me on tre-surrey.com. And you're on Instagram as well, aren't you? I'm on Instagram as tre underscore Surrey. Great. Lovely. Thank you again. Thank um, you so much, both of you. It was wonderful being with you. Oh, it's so good to speak to you again, Courtney. You've been a gift to all of our lives. And in fact, I meant to say, I think I've told you this before, but my mom is a diehard TRE fan. And she, because I told her about you, obviously, because I told everyone about you, but um, I told her about you and she was like, oh, I wish I didn't live so far away. And then she found a TRE lady. And now when she FaceTimes and I'm like, how are you doing? She says, I've, I've got to go. I've got to go off and do a bit of TRE before I go to bed. And I'm like, this is amazing. It's like tapping or something, you know, you do a few sessions and then you've got that, that thing that you can use for yourself forever and ever and ever. What a gift. That's the beauty of it because it's a tool for life and it's in your survival kit. It's just like you brush your teeth every day for maintenance. We should look after our nervous system just the same. So when you've had a busy day, hectic week, whatever it is, twice, three times a week even, have a little tremor before bed, best thing ever you could do for yourself. <laughs> sorry I'm laughing at that sorry
That's what I gained. She's in the gutter. She's thinking about having a tremor in bed. Oh my goodness, yes. Sorry. I'll remember that. <laughs> um, right, I'm signing off. I'm going. I don't want to talk to you two anymore. You better go. <laughs> we love you, Courtney Baxter. Thank oh, you so much. Was so yeah, lovely. Yeah. Thank, Thank you, Courtney. You so nice. Take care. Lots of Bye. love. Bye. Bye. Thank you.